Welcome to another message from C3 Mumbai. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. But currently, I'm probably at this moment preaching in another church. We've been talking on a series called, or we're starting a series called, Then and Now. What this series is about is about showing you and us how we have grown over the years. If you were to go back two years in the past, or even five years in the past, you'll see that who you were then and who you are now are almost two different people. Because God has grown you as you've walked with Him. But the problem is that sometimes through the difficulties of life, if we don't process them right, and if we don't walk through these things with a loving God, we can get stuck in those moments, and the then and now can just be the now, now, always on, always the same and never changing. But see, God, when we start to walk with Him, He wants to begin to show us how to grow through every moment and every trial and every tribulation and every bit of trouble. Today, my subtitle would be this, Life Hacks for Difficulty. Life hacks for difficulty. I love this term, life hacks or hacks, where you can look up on Google for different hacks that you can do to get through different things. If you've got some sort of technical problem, you can look up hacks for such and such technical problem. If you've got a, a test to do, some sort of examination, holler back all you students, you know, you're looking for hacks and ways that you can remember stuff fast so that you can get it done in the, in the, in the exam. There are so many hacks out there. What are the life hacks for difficulty? What are the easy ways to get through troublesome situations? This is an important question to ask because ultimately, through every trial, through every bad moment in life, through everything, we want to be growing, right? Now, the trouble comes with this. When we start going through really difficult moments, I mean, I'm talking about the really difficult moments, the ones where you feel like you're losing out, the ones where you feel like you can't make it, we, we don't always look for these moments to be moments of growth. We're not saying, oh, I'm so glad this moment has come. It's a moment of growth for me. I'm just going to enjoy this growth. That's not how it works. How it actually works is I'm looking for the quick fix. I'm looking for the escape hatch. Wherever that escape hatch is, I'm going to jump out of it smart, quick smart. I'm going to jump out of that thing really super fast. Or I'm looking for the temporary fix, or I like to call it the duct tape. You know what duct tape is? I'm actually, I have an engineering and air conditioning background, right? And we used to use te- uh, this duct tape. It was meant for the ducting, which the air goes through. You would tape that duct tape around that ducting. But we found that that duct tape worked as a temporary fix for all sorts of things. It, work, it worked sometimes as a, as, a, as, a, as a temporary fix for, for a water leak or uh, if air was coming out of a place it shouldn't have been coming out of. We would get that duct tape, we'd stick it on there and it'd fix it for a little while. And sometimes in our problems, we look for that duct tape, that temporary fix that will help us. Or you could also say a band-aid. Well, the thing is, is those things fall off after a while and you have to fix it properly, right? You all know that, we all know that. But, but we look for these three things when we're going through difficult moments. A quick fix, the escape hatch, or the duct tape. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. When you start to look at Jesus, when you start to look at the Bible, Jesus doesn't recommend any of these things. 
He doesn't recommend quick fixes. He doesn't recommend escape hatches. He doesn't even recommend temporary fixes. What he recommends is growth. And what he wants for us is growth. He wants us to be able to walk through these things and actually grow, become bigger people, have higher capacities, to be able to walk through these things and remain true to our purpose, remain true to what God has called us to, and in fact, actually grow stronger in our ability to do it. I know in marriage, if you're married, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're wanting to get married, you will know what I'm going to be talking about. So you can switch on right now because this is going to help you for the future. But in marriage, uh, I may be guilty of this. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, throw any bad light on myself. No, the fact is, I actually am guilty of this. When, when, I, when I go through problems in my marriage, say... I've said something that I shouldn't have said to Rachel, my beautiful wife. Or I've done something that I shouldn't have done that has hurt her or offended her. The first thing I look for is the duct tape method. The duct tape method is this, and I'm not recommending you do this. Please don't do this at home. The duct tape method is this. It is, what can I say quickly that would fix this and make Rachel think that everything is fine? And, and, and sometimes it might even be things I, I might, might not, not be the, the absolute truth, but I'll just be, hey, listen, it's okay. It's all fine. You know, and, and it could be, oh, honey, I love you, but I'm not actually, actually talking about the offense, where I'm not actually saying to her, listen, uh, I'm sorry for what I said. I shouldn't have said that. I find myself doing this or being tempted to do this. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? Where we don't really want to, we don't really want to, you know, go through our problems. We don't want to really ad- admit our failures and admit our weakness in these areas because, because we, we it's a, well, I can just put duct tape on that thing. Well, the problem with that is you don't grow. You don't grow. You remain the same. What Jesus wants is growth. All of these methods, the quick fixes, the escape hatches, the temporary fixes, the duct tapes, they don't produce anything but the same thing. You know, we can spend our whole lives trying to patch things up, trying to find escape hatches, and, we, and trying to find temporary fixes. You can spend your whole life doing that, but the thing is, if you do, you're not going to grow. God is going to continuously throw us into moments and situations where we are faced with the fact that we have to grow. And it's a sad thing when you see People who have employed these methods for their entire lives have just grown old, living in a temporary manner and not growing. God doesn't want that for you. He didn't purpose it for you. So how do we grow? How do we actually go through these moments and not employ these methods, these temporary fixes? Well, let's go to the Bible. In James chapter 1, verses 2 to 8, I'm going to read it to you. It says this, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I I just, I love the the wording of this. Have you ever heard anyone talk like this? It's like, listen up. Be happy, not just happy, be joyful. Consider it joy, pure joy, the purest of joy, whenever you face trials. It's like, what kind of trip is this guy on? James, what's he talking about? Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. 
no, 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 hold on a second. I've got some methods in place for when I face trials of many kinds. I have the duct tape ready, I have the escape, I have the escape hatch, and I also have a quick fix. But James says, no, 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 hold on a sec. Consider it pure joy. Verse 3, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance. Remember that word. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in everything they do. I just want to focus in on verse 3, where it says, Because you know that the testing of your faith produces something. What does it produce? perseverance there is going to be moments where your faith is completely tested where you are going to question the very philosophy of your beliefs when you start to walk with Christ and you say okay I'm going to make a decision I'm following him he loves me he's shown me the way I love him back. I love the fact that he died on the cross for me. He's done everything for my, for my good, my, my, for my life to work out and for my purpose. I love him. I'm going to follow him. The first thing that you're going to walk into sometimes is a test. Where that faith that you have begun to profess will be tested. And it will go to the bottom of your heart. It will come in the, in the form of relationships. It'll come in the form of, of financial problems. It'll come in the form of, 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 of trials that you weren't expecting. But those things don't come as a matter of bad luck. They don't come as a matter of, oh, this is what you did someplace back there and now you deserve what you get because all of our stuff that we deserve was finished at the cross. They don't come because of those things. They, be, they come because Jesus actually begins to test us. Now, I'm not talking about the bigger things, like say if someone's mother passes away or, or uncle or whatever, where these things happen because of the evil and the, the brokenness of the world. But there are things where God takes us through these things to actually help us to grow. Where our faith will actually be tested. It tested. God will put his finger on it and say, and see, is this true faith? Now, what's the how, how? God is like, he's not a sort of a, he's authentic. He doesn't sort of muck around with his testing. He'll take it to the bone because he wants to produce in you and I true perseverance. And the only way that he can, he can produce in you perseverance is through testing your faith. Now, this is amazing. When you start to think about it, what are some other things that you've put your faith in? That when the test comes, they produce nothing but hurt, sorrow, pain, and bad memories. But when your faith is in Christ, your faith actually produces something else. And it's saying something about the nature of God and what He has for you and I. He wants to produce something in you to make you stronger. Because if you can persevere, 
You're going to be able to walk through anything. The situation you're in right now, I don't know what it is. But God is going to call you to persevere in that. And faith in Him is going to be what produces that perseverance. So many people are trying to hold on to positivity like it's something you can just grasp. The fact is, it's not. It's not. You can't just be positive all the time because not everything that happens to us is positive. And we are affected by our circumstances and our situations that we're in. Yes, you can make a choice, but sometimes you won't be able to make that choice. What do we do then? That's where we need faith. That's where we need Christ. That's where we need to be walking with Him. And when our faith is in Him, rather than the circumstance changing, rather than things getting better, when our faith is in Him, what does it produce? It produces something in us, perseverance. And then in verse 4, it goes on, it gets better. In verse 4, it says, Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Who wants that? Who wants to be mature? I know some of you just then just nudged the person next to you and said, you need to be mature because you're very immature. I love that whole, how you're so immature. You know how people say that. (laughs) In the depths of our heart, we want to know that for whatever situation that we're walking through, we have the maturity, we have the stature, we have the ability to walk through it. Faith in Christ produces that through perseverance, maturity, where you will have the goods in order to walk in to what God has called you into. And completion. Man, the worst feeling is the feeling of going into things, going into life, feeling incomplete and ill-prepared. God doesn't want that for you. God wants you walking life feeling complete, knowing that you are complete in Him. You have completion in Him. What produces that? Faith that produces perseverance. That's what produces it. Produces maturity. It produces completion. And even better than that, not lacking anything. Man, I want to be in a place where I'm not lacking anything. Who wants to be in a place where you're not lacking anything? See, this is what... Faith produces. This is the things that God wants to take you through. And it won't be easy. <laughs> I, I remember there was this, uh, when I started going to the gym with my gym buddy Josh, who was here a few weeks ago. Josh and I would, I, at that point I was actually really skinny. I was a really skinny guy. And uh, I didn't have any muscles. I, I would have won Mr. Puniverse, not Mr. Universe. And uh, I started working out with Josh, who had been at the gym for about a couple of years before me, so he was kind of buff already. And I'm thinking, man, I wouldn't mind being buff like Josh. So Josh is like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll spot you. You know what that means, right? I'll spot you. It means like when you're doing something and you've come to the end of yourself and you can't, you can't push any further, I'm going to grab that thing and help you along so you can do it some more. One of the areas I needed spotting was, was with, with, with um, what do you call those things where you, you lift yourself up? Uh, what do you call those things? You know, we uh, chin chin ups, chin ups, chin ups. We chin ups. I was trying to do these chin ups. I couldn't get my chin up at all. I, I'd, I'd move maybe two inches. I get my chin, and I'd start shaking. I'd drop down. Josh said, "I'm going to spot you." He said, "I'm going to get the bottom of your feet. You just bend your legs up, and every time you get to a spot where you feel like you can't move, I'm going to just push your feet up a little bit. I'm going to spot you." That's what Josh did for me. 
And what I found was that just through those moments where I thought I was about to fail and Josh would watch me, where I'm about to fail and I'm about to drop, he would just push me up. <laughs> and I would, I would actually be, I'd actually be at it. After a while, I didn't need that spotting. And see, this is what God does for us. This is the perseverance that he produces in us. He'll, he'll, he'll take us to places where we're like, I can't go any further. I'm about to drop the ball. I'm about to, I'm about to, I can't get any higher up, God. I'm, I'm done here. I'm, what am I going to do? And you just feel the Holy Spirit come and he just comes and lifts us. And we keep on moving. But the problem is, is we drop it before Jesus is able to do anything. Because our, our insecurities start to speak louder than our faith. The, our, our stuff inside of us that we, says we can't begins to speak louder than what God is saying when He says you can. And just as the Holy Spirit's hand is coming to lift you up, you're already dropped. <laughs> that would end up really awkward with Josh and I because it's, you know, there was a couple of times I didn't think he was there. And I would drop and his hand would be there and I'd end up making him fall over and I'd fall over. <laughs> I think we do that with God sometimes. We drop before we think. Or before we, 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 we actually realize that Jesus is there and he is always there because we let our minds speak louder than our faith. No, 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 no. You can't do that. What you've got to do is you've got to have faith. And that faith will produce in you a perseverance that will produce a maturity, that will produce completion, that will produce a person that lacks nothing. That's where God wants you to be. So what do I have to do? How do we go about this? Well, verse 4 of James, it kind of gives us a key, a bit of an application. It says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature. Let perseverance finish its work. This is what I was saying with the example with Josh. We drop before we actually get to where God wants us. Because we believe something other than faith. We believe that we can't. And we put our faith in ourselves rather than our faith in Christ. But Jesus says, or James says here in the word, he says, let perseverance finish, at work, finish its work. In other words, push on. Keep moving. Don't stop there. Don't drop the ball. Don't let your mind speak louder than faith. Don't let your mind speak louder than the Word of God that is written for you. This is one of the reasons why God gave the Bible for you is because He knows that sometimes you're going to forget it. Keep on moving. Keep pressing ahead. Keep going to prayer. Keep going to God. Keep moving. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep moving. Because that perseverance that God has put in you has a job to do. And if you drop it before it's finished, it's not, going to be have, it's not going to be able to complete its job. God is giving you these moments because there is a job to be done in your heart and it's called growth. Don't be afraid of these moments. They are your best moments. They're the moments where you will find you are walking closer than God than any, before, than any other moments because you will be growing and your faith will be growing and your capacity will be growing and everything that you have will be growing. You'll be going, I'm walking with God right now because I know He's with me because I have felt there's something, there's something produced in me because I stuck with faith. So you've got to push on. The second thing you can do, so the first thing is just push on. Let perseverance finish the work. The second thing you can do is ask for wisdom. It says there in verse 5. 
If any of you, you go through these moments, but you don't know what to do. If any of you lacks wisdom, just like when Solomon lacked wisdom to take over the kingdom, he, he asked for wisdom. And James says here, if any of you lacks wisdom, doesn't know how to go through the things that you're going through, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. Isn't that cool? God's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to give you the know-how. He's going to give you the abilities. But here's something that James puts in there because he knows how us humans behave. He says, but when you ask, you must believe and do not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. When you ask God for, 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 for wisdom, there's a key here. You can ask him, he's going to speak to you. But the moment he speaks to us, what happens? We start to doubt whether or not he's spoken to us, right? We let our circumstances determine our faith. We let everything determine, all of our outside stuff determine what we truly believe. James is saying, if you do that, God can't do anything for you. You're going to be like a, like a wave tossed about on the sea. You're not going to be going anywhere. And, and, and perseverance won't be able to finish its job in you because you'll be constantly confused. God's going to give you wisdom. You can ask him for it. But know this, when he gives you that wisdom, walk with him. Sometimes that wisdom won't be what you want to hear. You know, with relationships, sometimes when we're going, you know, we're in relationships or in certain business situations and God has said, you need to come out of that. You need to stop. We don't like it. We want to keep on moving. And we doubt God. And then we, what, what that produces in us is this constant confusion about whether or not we should be in it. And we never truly really believe in it. And it just causes all sorts of trouble for us. God doesn't want that for you. If God speaks to you, even if it's something you don't like, stick with it. Persevere. Put your faith in Him. It's producing something in you. It's producing, it's producing wisdom. It's producing maturity. It's producing completion. And you will be finding, you'll find yourself in a situation where you'll be lacking nothing for what God has called you for, for your purpose, and you will be growing. Amen? God wants you growing. He doesn't want you stuck in the moment. He wants you growing year by year so that five years by, from now, you'll be in a place where you know God has grown you. Even a year from now, six months from now, three months from now, if you put your mind to this and commit to this, I can guarantee the growth, the person that you want to be, it'll be even more because God will be producing something in you. Amen. Love you guys. You got Kate up now. She's going to do an incredible job. We'll see you soon. Amen. C3 Mumbai is a church in the heart of India's commercial capital where a diverse group of people brought together to worship God and to pass on the hope of salvation by grace that we freely received. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram or tweet us on our handle at C3Mumbai. Hey, it's Ryan here. If you enjoyed this message and you live in Mumbai, we would love to meet you in person. Why don't you come along 11.30 a.m. Studio 10 at Famous Studios in Mahalakshmi.